Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pull List, where we occasionally talk about comics, movies, sometimes video games, or TV shows. I'm your host Lex, along with my buddy Murph, and each week, you can catch us rambling about all your favorite topics. If you enjoy this podcast, please like, subscribe, and share. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody. We are live. What episode is this? Do you have any idea? Uh, XXV... I, I. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. We were going to do know. a... Um, Call me on the spot. Uh, put me on the spot, dude. <laughs> we were going to do a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and, and uh, what's that movie called? Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, <sighs> Calvin Wait, and Hobbes. I, I saw Once years. Upon a Time, but I haven't seen Shaw Hobbes yet. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't feel like there'd be enough content to talk about those movies. They're, they were both good. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino classic and just a over the top action, unbelievable, cool popcorn dude movie or yeah. do that movie. Yeah, they were both they were both good. So go see yeah. them. That's the review of those two. Um, this episode though, uh, okay. Recently, have a good night. Oh, <laughs> recently, um, actually, what's up with you, man? How are you? I'm just getting straight to business with this one. Um, yeah, I'm good. It's whatever. You're, you're good. I haven't talked to you in a way, about a week, man. Yeah, we've been busy. I, I mean, I noticed you were on vacation, so that's why I didn't bug you. Yeah, I was at the beach for a little bit. It sucked. Did you see any sharks? <laughs> no, I saw a bunch of dolphins, though. Really? They're, yeah, they're, like, hyper-aggressive, too, so. Um, they're actually highly sexual, too, so. Yeah. Yeah, they, I heard a story about a, dol- a dolphin raping another dolphin to death, so. <laughs> that's a true story. I really <laughs> heard that story. <laughs> So I don't mess with dolphins. They're gross. Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> recently uh, online, actually uh, today or yesterday, IGN, a pretty good, you know, pretty reliable website, came out with their uh, MCU ranked for all the movies that have came out. I guess phase one through three. Is that what it is? Yeah, 23 movies. Yeah, so they came out with their ranking. And I think they had it a little skewed because it's, some of the movies, are, I didn't understand why they had a rank like that, but I think it was kind of clickbait. They were trying to get people to on the internet. They were trying to make people angry on the internet and, yeah. and cause them to interact with their posts. Now, from my understanding, they took a poll of a bunch of people that worked there, mm-hmm. and then they averaged out the movies based on how everyone ranked them. So, yeah, that's what they said. Again, just an opinion of people, but yeah, it's probably some CEO of an office that rank it. Now, do they have any affiliation with Disney yet? Has Disney bought them yet? Probably not, but you know they probably write them a check. Okay. Why not? If you're busy, why you just write checks? That's what they probably yeah. do. They mm-hmm. have enough of them. 
before we jump in this episode, though, uh, we have a question, which is good, because if you have any questions, you can answer them anytime uh, on Anchor. You just hit us up. There's like a button that says, I don't know where it's at. I, I've never done it myself. Uh, but this question is from Sloan. So um, let's take a listen. Hey, guys. Longtime listener Tyler here. I assume what you guys are thinking of that uh, Marvel's going to do with some of their anchor roles like Tony Stark and Steve Rogers now that they're gone. Uh, I was kind of wondering if they're going to go with some of the characters they already have around. You know, you got Spider-Man, Black Panther, Doctor Strange. You think they're going to try and roll the Fantastic Four into the, one of the biggest parts? Or do you think it's going to be somebody that hasn't been announced yet that's going to get recreated and make up a role? I guess my biggest fear is that Marvel thinks that they can just roll any movie out now and people are going to flock to the theaters to see it regardless of what it is. I'm just seeing y'all this guy's opinions on that. All right. See ya. Mm, good question. Yeah, thank you for that, Sloan Dog. Um, Relevant question, dude. It's funny how it works out, like, that we just kind of last second changed gears on what we were going to do our topic on, and that happened to be a question that, what, yesterday or the day before got put in? Yeah, it was, it was a few, maybe a day or two ago. Total I, coincidence. Uh, yeah, I randomly, I was online this morning, and I there's like a collective group of nerds that I talked to on Twitter, and, and uh, that IGN post got passed around, and you know we were talking back and forth, and I was like, oh, okay, so this is a decent conversation. Let's talk about it. I mean, you and I have talked about it numerous times, but we haven't done on air all 23, and I don't think we've even talked to each other about all 23 and I know we, we won't feel this. I think we'll be close. There's some movies that we don't agree on. No, Luck, but that's luckily. always good. Yeah, luckily the X-Men movies aren't in this conversation. Number one, all the way. They're in their own group. <laughs> yeah, it's like a trash pile group. Wow. Yeah. But, what? okay, so. Oh, wait, wait. I did have one question. So you were online with a bunch of who this morning? Nerds. Were y'all, like, meeting somewhere? No, it's it's the internet. <laughs> Justice. The super friends keep yeah <laughs> okay sorry the halls basically, of justice that was... basically yeah basically edit that out basically we're the justice league yeah um but yeah so i so so captain america robert iron iron man spoiler alert they're gone uh for now and do I think that they're going to what or what do I think they're going to do as far as staple characters um, I don't know. It sounds like you're worried about them bringing in obscure characters, and I because they can, and I think they will and should do that. I think that there's just there's thousands of Marvel characters with great stories that uh, that deserve a, a shot to be you know made a movie. Now I don't think that it should be Avengers level, but I feel like that's what they're doing with uh, what is it Phase. Four? I almost feel like Phase Four is a testing phase. Yeah, Phase Four is gonna. Well, Phase Four is kind of a palate cleanser for me. It's it's a bunch of smaller movies. They're trying a few things out, TV shows, and then I feel like they're gonna reset with an Avengers level era with Fantastic Four and the X Men. And, and I, I agree because to me, like Marvel for Phase One through Three has a very distinct formula, which I'll wait till we start talking about our rankings because that <laughs> that affected how I ranked some of these movies. But this is their chance to shy away from their their formula, quote, formula that's been successful. I'm not knocking it. Yeah. Um, 
but their their lack of I would say villain development and things like that. So this just that's just one little nugget for here in a minute. But that gives them a chance here to try new things. However, I am I am nervous that they're going to try to make Peter Parker into this Tony Stark esque. I don't know if they're going to try to do that for Captain America. Although we have Bucky and and uh, Sam getting See, their I, show. I, I feel so like I, I feel like Far From Home was the answer to that, though. I feel like a lot of people thought that they were going to try to make him the next Iron Man, and and that movie was basically saying like, no, we're not. He's not. Yeah. yeah. I just, I hope they, I hope they run with that. I hope they stick with that because Tony and Cap are great, but like if they're gone, they're gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, bring them up in memory, sure, whatever. But I, I don't think we let's do something different. You know what I mean? Like they had a good formula. The first twenty-three movies was great. Like everyone's in, everyone's bought into it. But now, you like you said, this is their chance well, to do things, lesser characters that are not as well known. Their cosmic universe can be anything they want it to be. So. Phase one through three for me was two different things. It was a team building story arc. It put the Avengers together and it, it kind of connected this war- and it was world building. So it connected the team and then it expanded on the world. And I feel like that's, it's going to keep doing that. While it is a yeah, universe. It did. And while the, it did build a team, it did expand the worlds. It also created conflict and division within their team. And then, yeah. you know, they were able to unite at the end with some sacrifice from my brother. So, I mean, it's a very Shakespearean, yeah, it was, it was, I mean, it was almost a Shakespearean type deal here. You know what I mean? Well, it was an ending to a story and that it needed to end. You yeah. Know, it, because it was a long time coming. It was, it, it's good. It set the stage. It was basically the beginning. I mean, this, they can honestly, with phase four and five, kind of not even really mention any of the first three phases and they don't have to be connected. They can make snippet, you know, mentions like the war of New York back in, you know, 10 years ago, whatever, but that they don't, there doesn't need to be a, a direct phys, like touching connection. It can well, all know, just be its it, own. It's the, it's the MCU, the, you know, the Marvel cinematic universe for a reason, the universe, you know, the universe, you know, it's basically saying that it's going to be big and it is big. Yeah, man, they're in outer fucking space, yeah. like not not lower space, but like the outer part. I don't mind them directly connecting it. I, I feel like it's okay. I, I feel like Avengers, the Avengers aren't going away now. They're they've even said, you know, this the next roster of Avengers is going to be different, which is okay. It should, but they're still the Avengers. Yeah, the Avengers is a team. It makes sense that it's not the same. Like it shouldn't have a Captain America. It shouldn't have an Iron Man. It, should, it could just be a different team, and that's okay. And 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 credit to the comics, the Avengers have had many different casts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, this is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so I do like they do take liberties with the source material, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that yeah, because okay. it's the Cinematic Universe. Sometimes it works for me. Sometimes it doesn't. Again, we'll get into that here in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, Sloan overall, uh, long time listener, first time caller. That was a pretty bad question, so good job. Good question. Good, 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 <laughs> yeah, good question. I was going to say, that's a good question. <laughs> I meant to say good. Uh, okay, so to start things off, we're talking about this IGN list, so let me go through and just give you their ranking. I think I have it pulled up. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> there's 23 movies, right? Yeah, they, are you going to start at the back? or the I'm going to start with the worst. Okay. And we're not even going to comment on it. I mean, I might just because some of them are, I don't really agree with. But we're going to just roll through it. So number twenty, Justice League. <laughs> number twenty-three is the Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton, which is weird that they even include this. 
because it, I, you know, it's like one of those things that it is, it is connected, but it's, you know, not really connected. I think General Ross and Tony Stark's the reason why it's connected. Yeah. And, 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 and the super soldier stuff, stuff. Yeah. And Edward Norton was supposed to play the Hulk, but he wanted too much money. So, I mean, I think that's why people don't associate it because it was so long ago and it's a different actor. So they're kind of like, oh, new, new actor, new universe. Yeah. But I mean, the technically, character, the character is pretty much different. He was like, the way that he's portrayed in the Avengers movies and then that movie. He's like an upstanding guy. Yeah. And in that movie, he's like a criminal on the run. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. It's Okay, 22, they have Iron Man 2. 21, they have Thor, Dark, The Dark World. 20, they have Avengers Age of Ultron. 19, they have Thor. 18, they have Doctor Strange. 17, Iron Man 3. 16, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 15, Captain Marvel. 14, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. 13, Ant-Man. 12, Captain America, the first Avenger. 11, Iron Man. 10, Spider-Man Homecoming. 9, Spider-Man Far From Home. (laughs) 8, Black Panther. 7, Captain Captain America Civil War. Six, the Avengers. Five, Avengers Infinity War. Four, Avengers Endgame. Three, Thor Ragnarok. Two, Guardians of the Galaxy. And one, Captain Mar- Captain America Winter Soldier. So, I mean, I don't have a terrible problem with their list. I got a few changes. What is, for you, what's the biggest, who, who I guess got, who's, what's the biggest disgrace on that list for you? Like, who... I'm not saying who should have been moved up two spots or down one, two spots. Like, who is off by five, six, seven the spots? The biggest in disappointment in this list for me is probably Spider Man Far From Home. What do they have it at? They have it at, uh, let's see, nine. And it's above Spider Man Homecoming. Mm. At, and I'm not saying it's, it's, it's on the. It's a- top half of my list just because it's newer and the it 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 has so much of the other stories propping it up that it just you know it it's unfairly up there but it is up there just because a lot of those yeah you know a lot of those old movies don't have that they're they're the starting they're the base so they they're i'm not saying it's fair my list isn't fair this is your list is going to be your list, like what you enjoyed, what you think. Sure. And this is going to be, you know, my list is the same way. And it, 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 it's, it's not better than <laughs> Homecoming by a long shot. I agree. Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's the list they put out. I'm sure a ton of people that are into this have seen it. And that helps us out because it lets us do our list, which is obviously better. Yeah. And then mine's obviously just a little bit better than yours. And <laughs> yeah, probably. We go from there. What I do agree with them, though, I think both uh, – my list and their list is correct on their number one movie. They they put Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier on there, and spoiler alert, that's number one on that list. Well, I'm going to save. I'm not going to say anything, because when I go through mine, I'm going to start at the bottom, work my way to the top, and I want to surprise people. Okay, so I should probably just, because, okay, so Murph, took, he was he got off work before I did, so he had a little more time to <laughs> dive deep into the... Oh, I went full nerd on this one. Just like, just like the uh, underrated movies list where we had IMBD. Yeah, that ended up being like three hours long. Yeah, I mean, we had <laughs> – you know, that was one of our better episodes. I got a lot of a lot of people like that. No, that was I a mean, great episode. Had, I actually listened to that we, episode not too long ago. 
Yeah, we had the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score, budget, American gross money, and worldwide gross. Um, so kind of similar to that. If you listen to that one and hated it, sorry, because uh, <laughs> we're doing – it's pretty much what's going to happen again. Yeah. And then after that, what I did was I ranked these movies from best to worst based on their um, Rotten Tomato score. So we'll, after Lex and I give our mm. list, we'll kind of see how that pans out. Now, there were, just to jump ahead, there were some ties on Rotten Tomato scores. So I used the box office budget, the worldwide uh, gross, to break the ties. I just feel like that's fair, right? Super nerd, yeah. Uh, and so okay. as you can tell, Murph's going to take the lead on this episode. I'm going to... Uh... Obviously, add my commentary, but I'm going to give my list with my brief reasons. Very brief. He's going to agree. Reasons, and uh, then I'm going to let him take it away. Uh, and I think since you're going worst to best, right? Yeah. And I already said what my number one is. I'm just going to do the opposite and go first to last just because wild card. Yeah, snake eyes. <laughs> okay, so my list. Drum roll, please. I thought you had a sound by. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. That was a perfect moment. You had a chance and you blew it. <laughs> okay, so obviously I've mentioned it before. Cap- number one on my list is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. The reasoning is it's a masterpiece of comic book cinema. Plain and simple. Number two on my list is Guardians of the Galaxy. The reasoning is it's a masterpiece of comic book cinema. <laughs> Number three on my list, and this is it, this doesn't, you know, I know this is where my list is going to skew from a lot of people. But number three on my list was Black Panther. It was uh, enjoyable for me, one hundred percent, and it was a masterpiece of comic book cinema. Four on my list, and a lot of people won't agree with this one. I've I've gotten to debates with people on this online. They think it's too silly, it's too goofy, and this character turns into a joke, but. Thor Ragnarok was delightful from start to finish. I mean, you, I had a smile from that first scene where he's hanging from that chain. It's, I enjoyed that entire movie. I've watched it numerous times since. Uh, Trent to transform uh, Thor completely. That movie it, it made his character his character relatable in a in a way that it should be. He's a god. He's out of yes. touch with humanity, so he would be a little silly. Um, let's see. Five on my list is the Avengers. It, mm. it was the the ultimate sum, summer blockbuster. It was the movie that, you know, everybody was waiting on Infinity War. Everybody was waiting on Endgame, but those wouldn't exist. Everybody was waiting on Avengers. That was, to me, the biggest impact. And it, I have my grievances with it. Of course, you know, Captain America's suit looks stupid. There was a lot of dumb things I didn't like about it. But it was, you know, it was the one. Uh, number six on my list is Iron Man. Come on. It was the start. It was a great movie. It was the one that got the ball rolling on all of these movies. So it's it's got to be top 10. Number seven is Avengers Affinity War. It was a jam-packed film. It, for me, it didn't feel rushed, and it really raised the stakes for Endgame. And eight on my list is Spider-Man Homecoming. It was a fun high school comedy movie. It was, It really kind of grounded Spider-Man because all these he's in these other movies and they're big huge movies you know he came in Civil War uh, yeah then Homecoming came out but then he was also in Infinity World he's in these big universe movies and this really grounded him and and before Infinity War you kind of got to relate to that character really likes Homecoming yeah number nine is is Avengers Endgame for me I love that movie I, I couldn't 
pinpoint where exactly. I really had to think about this. I knew it was top 10 for me. I didn't know exactly, uh, you know, where. And I recently watched it again. And I definitely didn't like it as much as I liked it the first time. But for me, it was still, you know, it was like we talked about. It was the end of the of an era. So it belongs in the top 10 for me. Um, 10, then this is where, for me, even though there's 23 movies, this is where the things start to tail off into not negative reviews, but it's top. You start drop some starts dropping out of 90, 90s probably in yeah. tomatoes. Top ten for me is we're good. That's what the movies that I really enjoy. And from ten or from nine or eleven down, it's like ah, eh, they're good. I like them, and these are why you know. Mm-hmm. But ten for me is Captain America: Civil War. It it tries to do way too much but it's still a great comic book movie you know the fight scenes uh, at the airport and then that last fight scene was just amazing you know the uh bucky cap Cap. iron man fight yeah yeah one of the best fights in the uh, mcu so that's top 10 11 i'm gonna have to give it to spider-man far from home i talked about it already it's propped up on a lot of movies and there's a lot of things i didn't like about it but it was still, you know, it had a decent amount of action. The action could have been way better. Uh, I just like Spider-Man, so I'm kind of biased. And I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man, so I'm super biased. Number 12 is Ant-Man, which is, I know, surprising to a lot of people, but it's a goofy film, and it didn't try to sell it as anything else. You know, Ant-Man's one of those characters, and it's not like Hank Pym. If it was a Hank Pym Ant-Man movie, it would be super serious. But it's a, Scott, right. it's a Scott Lang movie. It's Paul Rudd. He's laid back. It's Paul Rudd. Yeah. I mean, you it's perfect. You know, one hundred percent perfect cast. This movie's going to be silly, one hundred percent. And it sold it as that, and it you know it delivered. Number thirteen is Ant Man and the Wasp. A lot of people didn't like that movie, but I feel like it kept the pace. It, it did the exact same thing as the first one. It didn't disappoint because it you know delivered on what it was selling. <clears throat> Number 14 for me was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I don't know where it messed up, folks, but I basically, uh, I was at Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Had some fantastic CGI, amazing action set pieces, but it was an overall disappointing sequel. Um, it didn't, it just didn't live up to it. And it was hard to. Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Is- very good. It movie. just came out of nowhere and surprised me and surprised pretty much everybody. Everyone. So it was hard to live up to that. They they really tried. You can tell they tried, uh, but it didn't. I'm I'm really hopeful for three though. So you know what I mean? Because Thor is gonna be in it. <laughs> and I'm like a Thor fanboy now after Ragnarok. Um uh, after that is Captain Marvel. Um it's nothing special. And I've said that numerous times. Um, it would have done way better if it would have came out with the rest of the f- starting movies, like Captain America: First uh, Avenger and all those movies. It was a it was a starter movie. It came out. It was a weird pacing or weird placing to release that movie. Uh, so that sucks for that one. Um, Sixteen for me is The Incredible Hulk. It's a perfectly fine comic book movie. It uh, it gets way too much uh, grief. Like we talked about, it, maybe because it's a different actor, I don't know. I think it's a perfectly fine comic book movie, especially if we think about the time. You have to think about the time of these movies coming out. 
Well, and the thing is, I think people will honestly forget about it. 2008 was a long time. It was over 10 yeah. years ago. And it was before Iron Man yeah. 1, like right before it. So wasn't it? Or was it right after? No, it was right after because Tony Stark's in the end credits. Yeah. But still, I mean, that was before this whole connected universe thing even. Yeah, but they were, they were, I think people just forget they were about teasing it. it. Yeah, then that's what, They were teasing yeah. it, but I think people just forget about it. Yeah, it was a long time ago. And Iron Man is a significantly better movie than The Incredible Hulk. Absolutely. But, and that's kind of where it is. It was like, Iron Man was so good, and The Incredible Hulk was good, and Norton did a great job, but overall, it didn't, you know, compare. And the the Eric Bana Hulk came out in 2003, so it wasn't like, you know what yeah. I mean? It was kind of another, hey, we're going again kind of thing. So, yeah. I think that just... Very quick. Bad, bad timing much. for it. Uh, so, what's Incredible Hulk? 17. And this is weird, you know, Captain America First Avenger, I'm having that pretty low. Um... I and I re, I've tried to rewatch all of these movies recently just to kind of get a refresher on it. Uh, it has great visuals. It has a wonderful score, but it's it's an it's a forgettable movie. You know, it's it's boring. It's just, yeah, of. it's just kind of boring. There were some great parts in it, but there was never that big. You know, you think about Civil War, the big fight scenes. You think about Winter Soldier, the amazing fight scenes. First Avenger just. It, doesn't really have that. It has like a goofy old movie car chase at the end. You know, it's it just didn't really do it. Tommy Lee Jones old in it. Yeah, it just it had some great parts. And for what it was, it was a good movie. But it's just uh, overall forgettable. Um, after that, at eighteen, I have Thor, the first one, which for me, Thor was lower than this, the first one. Uh, but again, I rewatched it recently, and it is a fun introduction to the character. But that's it. Uh, there was no real big story. The bad that you know the villain was Loki. It was just, but you know it wasn't that. You know there was it wasn't much to it. It was cool to. It was an introduction movie. The introduction movies are about the, all the same. Iron Man being significantly better than the other two. Um, nineteen Age Avengers: Age of Ultron. Um, it's it's so low on the list because I know that there is a great sequel in that movie somewhere. They just the way they pre- the way they presented it was just horrible, man. I mean they they had it. You know what I mean? Like if you if you rewatch it, the that movie as a whole, you you can tell like man, this is the ingredients yeah, were this there. Is, this could be a good movie. There's it just didn't happen. They burn it. They left it in the oven too Yeah, it long. just didn't happen. And I don't know what it was because James Hay- uh, Spader did an amazing, you know, he was a perfect Ultron voice. I yep. just think Ultron was such a big character and they just kind of washed him. Like, it was just... <laughs> yep, I agree. I have, I have come, I have, you'll probably agree with my comments on They that. made it, it was like, it felt like a filler movie to me and it just seemed mm-hmm. like they shouldn't have used Ultron for that. So... I don't know. That's why it's so low. 20, uh, it's disagreeable for a lot of people. It's Doctor Strange. Uh, it had amazing CGI. And I'll, I saw it in 3D the first time, and it almost made me throw up. And, but that's it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know. It's, you know it's, it's exactly what you would expect from it, but it was kind of boring to me. Like, the, the bad guy, I don't know. It just, it was boring to me. I, after rewatching it, I, I haven't been able to watch it all the way through. I always fall asleep. So, uh, yeah. Uh, 21 for me is Iron Man 3. 
because why? It's a terrible. It's a terrible movie. And again, the these Iron Man sequels. I think it's the same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. Iron Man one was so good and just blew it out. You know, blew it out of the water when it first came out, and then it just kind of fizzled out with the you know with the last two. So I'm sorry if there's any Iron Man three fans out there. Just the whole extremists and then Pepper Potts getting superpowers at the end and then him blowing up all of his Iron Man armors, even though he's still going to be Iron Man. It just seemed like it was kind of a waste of a movie. Yeah, they were trying to end it, but it wasn't. Even and they were they were over. presenting it as like the end of Iron Man. But then it's like, oh, yeah, we also have like four more Avengers movies coming out. Sorry. He's he's still on. Sorry. <laughs> um, 22, Thor, The Dark World. Uh, it's 22 because it, it exists and it's terrible. It is a terrible movie. On what could be, what could have been a good movie. It was just bad, though. And uh, 23, the last movie on my list, which wasn't always here, that I rewatched it recently. And uh, even though I had cool parts, it still was just bad. Uh, Iron Man 2 is the bottom of my list. Um, <laughs> There were some, some funny things in it. Like, I love how they handled uh, the Terrence Howard, Don Cheadle exchange. Like, I, I love that. He, you know, basically, they were in courtroom. He was like, yeah, just deal with it, whatever. And I loved Justin Hammer. He was great. That's the kid, right? No, no Justin Hammer was uh, just the a, bad guy that was trying to make the uh, yeah, replacement uh, argument. My bad. That actor, I'm trying to think of his name. He's amazing. He's funny. Yeah, I can't think of his name either. But, uh, I didn't like, was it Mickey Rourke as, was it Mickey Rourke? Yeah. That played Whiplash. It was just, okay, so Iron Man 1 had, uh, oh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell's the Justin Hammer. But Iron Man 1 had the, uh, whatever his name was, uh, Obadiah Stane, is that who it was? Yeah. And he had mm-hmm. the big Iron Man armor. Okay, that was good. But I feel like they just did it again in the second one at the end. Like Whiplash was cool when they when they fought on the racetrack, and you know Tony had the suitcase armor, all that was great. But then the end of the movie, Whiplash gets an Iron Man armor, and I was like, "What? <laughs> this is kind of stupid." And then they just beat him, and it, it just to me it was just a waste. Scarlet uh, Scarlet Johansson was in it. That was kind of weird. It's uh, introduction of Black Widow. Yeah, it was, it's it's not a good it's movie. It's a terrible movie. And that's my list. I'm sorry, guys. I know that a lot of you won't agree with it, but again, having rewatched, uh, rewatched all of these, I, I haven't seen Incredible Hulk in a while, but it, it, it hasn't been since 2008. But yeah, the rest of them, I've watched pretty much all of these within uh, the past two months. So uh, that's my list. That's a good list. There it is. So, so you would agree that we didn't share a list before this, right? Normally we do. We compare notes. No. But this no. time I want, we wanted it to be I'm, – I'm a little shocked on some years, not in a bad way, or I'm just, I'm just sh- I'm surprised, mm. you know, some of the places. Surprisingly, we actually agree quite a bit more than I thought we would. Oh, it's surprising. Yeah, we talked uh, about sharing lists uh, earlier, but you were like, no, no, I agree. We should just wait until – I'm yeah. I'm very surprised. We're very close on several of these movies. Now you you know me. I'm very uh, I'm very meticulous and detailed, and mm-hmm. when it comes to things like this, um, for example, I had several movies like in my from movie number four to number ten for me. They literally were so close that I used just and this is just me because I'm a very objective. Like 
that's the kind of I'm a very routine like structural person mm-hmm. kind of in my personal life like I like A to B to C to D yeah. so I used Rotten Tomato scores I used box office numbers um, yeah, I mean, you use like I the use general, little, general I use, popular. I use things, yeah, and I use things like with the the Marvel formula, which I'm going to discuss. You tell me what you think about the Marvel formula and how it fits with their overall to kind of help me break the ties because I I was surprised at where I ended my four through ten, but I'm comfortable with it. I man, I change these numbers or these movies quite a bit because I know we've done this before well, where we've talked about what your top. Yeah, five we've only done we, really we've only done top five. Uh, we talked about top 10 it's, before, but we haven't been able to do it. And my top five is if I went back and listened to those, they wouldn't even be close. So, yeah, this is the first time I'll, I have ever done all 20. Same here. And it was, I was very surprised at how it turned out. So, I'm going to give you the year the movie came out because I think that matters in context yeah, for does. some of the reasons. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you Rotten Tomato score. I'm going to give you the box or the, uh, the budget, US. So, it'll be budget, US. Uh, money and worldwide okay. now let's talk about the marvel formula marvel formula is origin story serious conflict slash challenge the um hero and then the third movies are usually some sort of like i don't want to say ptsd but that's kind of the issue they're having from either an ensemble movie or they're trapped kind of thing and i i think that applies would you agree to all the movies. Yeah, some sort of trauma. Uh, Thor's was in... They used Thor's in um, Endgame, though, instead of... They did, the but I mean, Iron Man, for example, becomes Iron Man, conflict in the second one, somebody, you know, my dad, you know, Whiplash's dad is actually who made that, and then in the third one, he's got PTSD from the Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. It's Captain America, origin movie, the second one, uh, Winter Soldier is definitely some uh challenge direct challenge to who he is mm-hmm. and then the third one um is you know personal conflict civil war so i i, I would say that that's their for- but hey the villains are generally weak um if there is a villain and i say is a villain in quotes because there is always a villain but it's not how we think it is so but I, i'm not knocking the formula i think it's a good formula now for phase yeah. four and five i think they should go a different route on phase four and five yeah, I don't, Do you I don't agree? think that, yeah. Uh, and the villains aren't necessarily weak characters. They're just they're not. portrayed weakly. Uh, like, and again, it's like Ultron. Like, they were just, they just used them as like, okay, Thanos was the ultimate bad guy from the get-go. Sure, fair and, enough. But, you know, in Captain America's, you know, ecosystem himself, the Red Skull is a huge bad guy. But he just. But he wasn't in the MCU. But he was. I, I get it. So I just want to put. That's why I'm saying all this just for context purposes when we go through this list. Oh yeah, I'm and I agree with people you. are like, so so we'll start at 23. Uh, Thor, Dark World, uh, dude, it's it sucks. The elves suck. Yeah. The Infinity Stone is freaking liquid. 2013, 67 percent on Rotten Tomato. Worst ranking of all the movies, by the way. I, um, I even have it in capital. I have it in capital letters. Boring. Yeah. 170 million budget, 206. Million. So it only made 46. You know what is that? 35 million dollars in the U.S. on based on its budget. I'm surprised. 644, 644 million worldwide. I'm surprised they made. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go through these bottom ones pretty quick, just because they're not good. Like 23 to like 18 are not good. 18, 17 are not good. So Iron Man 2, um, we were close on that. 72 percent surprising on Rotten Tomatoes. I just think, again, this is the Marvel formula issues. Like, 
like you said, you said it. He gets in Whiplash gets an Iron Man armor at the end. Like, really? Why? Like we this is the same movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, twenty ten release date, two hundred million budget, three hundred twelve million in the box. So it only made a hundred million dollars, six hundred twenty three worldwide. So not seek those two sequels did not do well at all. That's so weird. I, um, twenty one is Incredible Hulk. Okay. Two thousand eight, sixty seven percent in Rotten Tomatoes. Now again, I I'll, I'll talk about how we broke the score or we broke uh when we did our Rotten Tomatoes list. I used the box office so. 150 million budget, 130 million. So it lost money in the United States, 263 million worldwide. So according to that, that would put it at the worst, least successful movie. You know what though? Like you said, I kind of liked it. I, I liked it as a standalone movie. The Eli, I don't, the Eli Roth fight scene at the college was a lot of fun. Yeah, to me, I don't, and this is me personally, I don't even put it in the MCU. It's a standalone movie for me. Um, yeah. Eli Roth, I mean, uh, Edward Norton was really yeah. good. Was good. He was not bad. Yeah. I mean, the character is completely different. You know, what's his name that's playing him now? Uh, God, I'm drawing a blank. What's his name that's playing him um, now? Wow, that's sad. Yeah, I couldn't uh, figure his name a second ago either. That's why. He, he, uh, he and Edward Norton are completely different. It's Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Completely different. Completely different hulks. Anyways, <laughs> I, I, like I said, I'm going to get this. Sick. Number 20. Thor 2011, 77%, uh, $150 million, $180 million, made $30 million, $449 million. Boy, they, were, they weren't doing very well at the beginning. Thor, yeah. The movies were really... And Thor was the weakest one of all of them, yeah. They really weren't making that much money. Uh, it's just a lackluster movie. Like, mm-hmm. the final battle was in boring New Mexico, like that little small town in New Mexico. Yeah, and he like, just... fought a destroyer armor, which is, like, not even a, <laughs> a big deal. It's just kind of boring. Yeah. Like, it just... I agree. Whatever. Um, now, 19, this, this might ruffle some feathers, but I'll, I'll use its um, Rotten Tomato score, I think, appropriately places. Because I looked up all the Rotten Tomato scores after mm-hmm. I ranked them. I didn't, obviously... So, I feel like I'm in the ballpark on You're this good. one. Captain Marvel. Okay. 2018, 78%. So, here, here's the issue with that. It's an origin story at the wrong time. Yeah. It's good. It's good, but not great. I agree. It's nothing special here. Yeah. So it's just, just, and that's just the Marvel formula. I think it's, it, and you put it in phase one, it might be higher on the list, but we just weren't seeing anything new. Well, like, I mean, hey, someone, by the sound of it, you know, well, by it, the sound of your scores and, and these, the budget or what they're bringing in, it would be about the same or, you know, it'd be moderately successful if it would have came out in 2010. And see, know? this is, this is where I think the budgets. Okay. So, you have Brie Larson, first female, you know, they're, they're, they, you know, Marvel's first big female flagship mm-hmm. character, super powerful character. There was drama with Brie Larson before this movie came out, so it had a lot of attention. And it was released later on in the, in the phase, so I think that helps its budget, obviously. And again, good but not great movie. $153 million budget, $426 million U.S., $1.1 billion worldwide. That is a successful movie. Yeah. Um, from a monetary standpoint, just... I just can't put it higher than where it's at, 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18, Avengers Age of Ultron, 2015, 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. $250 million budget, $459 US, $1.4 billion. Movie, movie made a lot of money. But what was Ultron's plan? Like, when I think back to that movie, what was his... You know yeah. what I mean? What was his plan? I remember. He was going to destroy the planet or something like that. <laughs> I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what? Look, he created 
um, Vision, but then Vision was a good, you know what I mean? Like, it just, yeah. you said it, you had a really good point. Ultron is a great villain, and they wasted it. And it, it. was, the, you know, it was there. Like, it had, you know, they had Ulysses Claw in it, the Avengers were in there, they, they had good chemistry, but Hulkbuster, like, it's just, it yeah, just, the fight scene between Iron Man and, and Hulk was great, but just total, it just, it just, what, what was, again, and this goes back to the formula of seemingly weak villains. Yeah. Like, what was his motivation? I, I, don't, I don't really know. Like, yeah, he wanted to destroy the world, I guess, but it just, it was, it was weak for Yeah, me. they could have brought him in. And, and it, see, I feel like they need to build up their villains in the next phase. Kind of like you said, like, uh, not like a Legion of Doom, but they needed to be a bigger threat than... For now, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Have a couple, have a couple villains that kind of show up, just like in the comics. They're always kind of around. They fight them, beat them back, yeah. and then maybe build to an old. I, I, don't, they, I don't know. Yeah, right now they we'll see. see them and it's done. Yeah. Iron Man three is at 17. 79 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I think a lot of people had the problem with the Mandarin, like when they actually found out it was a sham. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I wasn't disappointed in that, but I was kind of on the fence. Like, okay, kudos for going in a different direction. But, but it's exactly what you it said. Just, it's a it's a waste of a character. Like these are the a waste of a character. The big, the Mandarin is the Red Skull of Iron Man. He's the, you know, he's the he's one of his arch nemesis. It's just to me that's my biggest problem with it. It's just like why why are you do why are you just waste these characters like that? Now, I think Iron Man 3 was riding the coattails of Avengers a little bit because Avengers 2012, this was 2013. So $200 million budget. It only made 174 in the United States. So it lost money. It didn't make money in the United States. That's very interesting. Worldwide, though, it made $1.2 billion. But I think that just kind of goes to show, at least here in the States, it just wasn't a good movie. Now, I will say this. I thought it was a really good Tony Stark movie because we had to see Tony Stark be Tony Stark and not really be Iron Man a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I did like that. Um, I thought that was a lot of all fun. The movies, you know, he had to be all resourceful. The to me have, there hasn't been a single movie that there hasn't been fun parts in that I, you know, even. I agree. I agree. Know. But it just to the Marvel formula, like that, that's, you know, he didn't have his, he didn't have his suit very much. Thor didn't have his hammer in the first Thor. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they kind of have the same. And, and I don't really notice this until I, you know, you know, twenty-three movies in, you start noticing things. Like yeah, that. well, you know what I'm what so, I'm noticing by even listening to this is that people talk about the Marvel, the superhero fatigue happening, but it sounds like it, it it's it's been a thing. Like you know, Iron Man three came out right after Avengers. People are kind of you know all in on Avengers, and they're just like, man, I don't know if I could do another superhero movie right now. But the crazy part is it made one point two billion. Yeah, that's what's nuts worldwide. I can't believe worldwide sales are worldwide. Insane. I mean, it only made 174 in these states. That's not a good at all. No. But worldwide, I mean, it's crazy. So 16, Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, that was the second one. Uh, apparently, that we have two every episode. And we have figured out a, a better way to record. I just have to teach myself the editing skills to, to make it happen. And I'm going to work on that this week, I promise. Unless somebody wants to sponsor yeah, us. Yeah, or, or someone wants to edit our videos for our, you know, content. Yeah. That'd be cool. So last thing I heard was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Tell me about it. Okay, Ant-Man and the Wasp, 2018. 88% Rotten Tomatoes, $162 million, $216 million made. So it only made $50, $60 million, $622 million worldwide. So – I, I don't. It just. It was after Infinity mm-hmm. War. 
before Endgame. So I think people, it was just like a movie that was seemingly uninvolved, not a grand scale movie after you just get hit with Infinity War. Like, I think they should have released this before when, um, Wait, Infinity when did it come, War. it came out after Infinity War? Yep, it was in between Infinity War and Endgame. I just think that was, again, just placement, yeah, really. Placement. I mean, because it was a... It was an enjoyable movie. It really was. Yeah, 88% of Rotten Tomatoes. It wasn't bad, but I just think, I, like I said, I remember sitting in the theater being like, man, I really, like, I'm just, this is cool, but I need Endgame. I don't, I don't really care about this right now. Yeah. Because it has nothing to do with Infinity War. Until the very end. It's not giving me any, cl- yeah, it's not giving me any clues about Endgame. Yeah, that's cool. I like, I like these characters, but just setting-wise, just, just, I wouldn't have put it there. But, you know. Yeah, it was, uh, it was starting, bad placement, start, and there was—I don't think there was a, a better way to do it though, because you know you needed Ant Man for the. Uh, I agree, but it, it was a bad placement. And it just was a bad plan, but again, it was the—it was part of the big Endgame movie. So, so we're down to fifteen. 15. Uh, I really wanted this movie higher. I, I just—it's a solid mm-hmm. movie, and that's—that's that's it. It's came out in twenty. I'll tell you the name in a second. Came out in twenty eleven. 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a little, a, I think it's a little bit better than 80%. Mm-hmm. $65 million, uh, $165 million budget, only made $175 million in the theater, $370 million worldwide, which is surprising for me yeah. because it's Captain America first event. Okay. It did not make that much money. I think it's a solid movie, but like we just, like you talked about, it's just, I mean, you got all these other movies taking place in space, and it's just it's in the 1940s. It's real campy. Yeah, it's just bluff. It was just kind of like, eh. it's just it's just a solid. Hey, this is how Captain America came to be. He's a good person, a moral character, blah blah. blah. Just it's just a. I don't know. Captain America. I wanted Captain to... America is a really popular character. So even if you only know a little bit about comic books, you pretty much knew what that movie was going to be, and it was. Yeah. You know, it was just... yeah. It wasn't disappointing. It just wasn't. It, it was great. just forgettable for me. Like. I think yeah, about like Red Skull's the bad guy, but like you said, same thing with um, Age of Ultron. Like, what well, he wanted the Tesseract, but like, why? 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 <laughs> you know. And now, to me, that I, was it. I was just like, I agree. I get it, but why? <laughs> I don't remember. I agree. I agree. Fourteen uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two, 84 percent. You said four. You said two hundred million. Yeah, oh, fourteen. Well, that's the 20, same. We got that one the same. Yep. So two hundred million dollar budget, three hundred eighty nine. I can't. I, man, these movies. I thought it seems like every Marvel movie makes a ton of money, but this only made one hundred eighty nine eighty nine million in America, which is a lot. And honestly, in today's world, that's not that much. No, not compared to Endgame. Like, and it made eight hundred sixty three million worldwide. So you know, it only made six hundred. You know, five hundred million in you know everywhere else. Yeah. Like, it was funny. I thought it had some of the humor was slightly. I mean, I thought the humor kept up with the first one, but the problem... I think they tried to do it too much, though. See, I, there was a few parts that were kind of like that. I, mean, I thought they kept up fine, but here's the issue. I kind of th- feel like this movie has the Age of Ultron effect. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the plot? The villain was kind of... Uh, it was ego, but it was kind of weak. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, there was just... Some of it was just... The, the, for me, it was the humor. Like, So the first one was funny and perfectly funny. Like, it was... It made you laugh, but it was serious. Um... But like the second one, whenever the what's that whatever that golden lady's name is is looking for uh, Yondu, yeah, and those guys are rolling out the the gold carpet for whatever, and then it's like they get to the end and they're like, uh, like we ran out of carpet or whatever, and I was just like, that seems like something that would happen in Spaceballs or something like one of those goofy movies. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that come on, man. Like, I, yeah, the action was not. I mean. 
I don't even know if there's a lot of action in the first one because it's a space movie, yeah, but no. it is a sci-fi. I like sci-fis. I really like the Guardians of the Galaxy. The first one is kind of its like own kind of universe. The first one, and it's not like this. I'm going to get you know ripped apart for saying this. It's like Star Wars, though. It's kind of like a uh, like what did I just watch? This well, it's kind of, yeah, and it has like you know, uh, the you know space fighter planes and things like that. Like it's yeah. more of that rather than like fighting action. Yeah, so but uh, it, it was it was a it was a good it was okay. I mean, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy, so maybe that's why I'm a little biased and haven't ranked higher. It's 84 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so I'm kind of in line. I think I think it's in an appropriate place. I like Guardians you know, of the Galaxy too. Twelve to I, I definitely did. twelve to seventeen ish. So. I didn't like it as it much just, as Guardians of the Galaxy one. I just sure. I just I just think you know that kind of thing kind of fit the plot. You know, weak villain like he wants to take over the he wants every planet. Okay, yeah. It was just okay. Then what? Yeah. All right. So number thirteen. I think we. This will be a big, big discrepancy for you and I. Twenty sixteen. Eighty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. One hundred fifty six. One hundred sixty million dollar budget. Two hundred thirty two million. Six hundred seventy seven million. These origin movies just, other than Iron Man one, struggle. Mm-hmm. It's an origin movie. The reason why it's not higher for me because I love sci fi's is Doctor Strange, but it's a late origin movie. Yeah. It's not terrible, but not great. And. It was in what phase? The beginning of phase three, almost. Yeah. Like it's just it's tough to do an origin movie. It should but... have came out way sooner. Yeah, it, it could have. Like that's one of the ones that the placement could have been sooner because it was it was set in the past. So and he was referenced in some other movies. Yeah. Stephen Strange was referenced in some other movies. I just I like Doctor Strange because he's a very powerful character. He's a very interesting <laughs> character. I like sci-fi a lot. I'm a nerd, obviously. And, um, I mean, like I said, almost 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. It just didn't make any money, man. I just, it was boring, man. And it, just, I wouldn't say it was boring to me. Yeah. It, it, the third act, the third act was weak, but everything up to the third act, I was okay with. Yeah. I mean, it was a good origin movie for me. Just wrong time. Yeah. I agree. So number 12, this is another be a big change. This will be a big, uh, big discrepancy. 2015, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. So a little lower. Um, $130 million budget, $180 million world, uh, U.S. It only made $50 million, $519 worldwide. But Ant-Man, okay. it's a great lesser-known what, character. What number, but Paul is Rudd, this is number 12. I, I mean, number 12. Okay. You did. It was Doctor Strange. It was yeah. different. It, it's like we – like. I mean, this. I'm echoing basically what you said because it is that is the thing to say. Paul Rudd was per is perfect Grant Man. It was the perfect small scale movie. Issues the only issues I can say is the villains kind of weak. Yeah, but Yellow Jacket. But it was, it's the same character. It's it's Ant Man with wings yeah. basically. You and for that mean? movie, the first I mean, I movie get it. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that for this. You know what I mean? It would have been bad if they would have did another shrinking bad guy for the second one. That would have yeah. been bad. But it worked yep. for the first one because it worked. You know, it's Ant Man. It's silly. No one is going to pay too much attention to it. I loved it though. I really did. So number eleven, and I can't. I thought this movie initially. I was when I saw it. I thought it was going to be a lot higher on my list. But dude, I'm telling you, if you're sitting down and doing this, it was a lot harder than I thought. Mm-hmm. Spider Man Far From Home. Number oh, eleven. We're spot on so far. Twenty nineteen. Ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I was so excited for this movie. Like after Endgame, I could I could not I wait for too. this movie to come out. And I was I honestly was let down a little bit. That's why it's not in the top down. ten. You know me. I've talked about it numerous times. I was hugely uh-huh. let down. I liked Mysterio. I loved Jake Gyllenhaal. 
I, I did too. Those scenes uh, when when he was trapped in the in the illusions, I thought they were perfect. They reminded me of the old cartoon. But that was it, man. I didn't like anything else. Uh, and and here's the testament to how either everybody loves Spider Man or how great uh, Tom Holland is because this movie was a hundred sixty million dollar budget. Doesn't matter what it made in the United States, like three hundred million. It made a one point one billion in like two yeah, weeks. Yeah, it was nuts. And again, it was. A lot of people were wanting more after Endgame because it was so True. devastating. Um, here's why this movie didn't make the top ten for me. The action just didn't feel like a Spider-Man movie. I don't know if it's because they were in Europe. I just maybe he's perfect for the Manhattan. He's type. the neighborhood Spider-Man. You know, the, it doesn't work without. Yeah, the and I know we've I know we've echoed this because we talked about this a couple episodes ago. So I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but I'll, I'll say this: it was kind of like Iron Man three, Tony Stark, right? Tony Stark didn't get to use his suit a lot in Iron Man mm. 3. And in, in Far From Home, this was a great Peter Parker movie. It was. And it almost made the top ten for me. And I know we talked about this last time. Great Peter Parker movie. A little less not as good Spider-Man no. movie. I just... No. Uh, you know. I don't like the red and black suit. And I know that's a stupid thing to hate. I just don't like it. Uh, I think it matters. I think that's a fair I argument. I all right, here we go. You top, top ten. 10. Is it. We're we're pretty close on it now. Number ten is gonna be. <sighs> I had it higher before, but when I sat down, I moved this. This this movie got moved up about three or four okay. spots. It got moved around several times, but at the end, it got moved around. Twenty eighteen, and I have it in all capitals here. Solid film, mm-hmm. solid like solid film. Period. Solid. Black Panther twenty eighteen ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. $200 million budget, $700 million United States, $1.3 million billion worldwide. I like this movie. It deserves to be in the top yeah, 10. I'd be disappointed if it wasn't um, in your top 10. They didn't, they didn't do origin on it, which was perfect. They didn't, didn't need to do an origin nope. story on it. Here is why he fell. And this isn't even a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, it's top 10. It's just, it, this is the reason why it's 10. And this isn't a bad reason why it dropped. I had it around number six initially. And then when I started, you know, I, I listed my movies at number six. I think Michael B. Jordan kind of stole the show. In the oh, movie. without and it's not doubt. that's 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 not a complaint by yeah. any means. And I know that if we've complained that you know, hey, the villains are kind of yeah. weak. He he stole the well, show. That's one of the reasons why I liked it so much. He stole the show so much that you kind of forget about Black Panther in the movie. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman. You know what I mean? It was not a good Chadwick Boseman movie. No. And I think he's a good Black Panther, don't oh, yeah. me wrong. And I think the movie he's was fucking awesome. But I feel the reason – and okay, so I'm not disagreeing with you. Uh, I'm not, you know, uh, arguing your points. I think they're – I agree 100%. It was not a good Chadwick Boseman movie. But the reason why I have it ranked so high is because, you know, the villain was great. Uh, he was and, great. Probably you know, second best villain in the oh, whole, for sure. whole cinematic series. Uh, not counting Donald. Donald was great. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's number two. So, you know, solo films, he's For the sure. best. Oh, For hands sure. down. Amazing. The reason why I ranked it so high is because it's a, it's kind of a, it's a gorgeous movie. Like, all the action scenes to me were great. Like, when they're driving through uh, chasing Ulysses Claw, like, everything about the movie, the action-wise, was great for me. And uh, so, you, you we get introduced to Black Panther in Captain America Civil War, right? So we don't need so the origin, origin story. story. So that was good. They so did that. So what was that. good is that they built, they focused that movie on building the world, and then yep. introducing it in, in you know in comparison to the the whole world. And so that's why. Yeah, I because Wakanda is very important for the Wakanda was very important for the Marvel yeah. universe, especially Phase Two and Phase Three. It's I, and I feel 
I kind of feel bad that it's at no. 10, but as I look at my list, I just – it's bare, I mean, I'm, and I'm telling you, I had to – this is how I'm nitpicking this, right? Because it's 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's a very good score. But I just think that Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. stole the show so much. For it to be a Black Panther movie. Isn't that – and that's stupid. That, no, a top 10 is hard. My top 10 is, is very my, – my top 10 is 10 interchangeable to, depending on which movie I've seen. Recently. And I guess the points you argue, yeah. you know what I mean? Ten through four are literally all could be neck and neck for me. So anything else on Black Panther? Solid film. Like I said, I have an all caps. I hundred percent agree with everything you said about. Okay, number nine, Spider Man Homecoming. Um twenty seventeen, ninety two percent. They changed the formula a bit. Again, like Black Panther, they didn't need to do a a Civil War. He was in Civil War, so they didn't need to do an origin story. Everyone knows the origin story. I love that so much about that movie. Because it's like because Spider Man movies there's been a ton of them just and it's just like batman every batman movie they have to kill his parents if they don't kill his parents it's not a bat or you know first batman movie not yeah they can't i I get it yeah because there's been i mean this is there's been what major motion pictures three four five six seven eight nine counting spider-verse since 2003 with batman it's the same thing yeah i agree and you just don't need it if you even if you don't read comics you know who the hell spider-man is Edward, he, Spider-Man, Batman are, their stories are so, anybody that doesn't know anything about comics, those are probably the two in Marvel, that, or in the two comic, the two flagship for unknown like people that know about comics. Yeah, there's sense. a lot of nerds, there's like, a lot of nerds on the internet two, that hate that Uncle Ben wasn't in it, but to me it's like he didn't want to be in it. I don't need that. Don't waste time with that. Give me Spider-Man, and he did. It was amazing. He was homecoming, and here's the thing about Spider-Man homecoming. Talking about villains, uh, Vulture is my second favorite. So just I'm not even going to count Thanos mm-hmm. because he, you know what I mean. So, so Michael B. Jordan, and then it's Vulture of that. And here's the but thing: even they do, they do it with Michael B. Jordan's character a little bit too. But they really hit it home for me with Michael Keaton. And Michael Keaton's great. Yeah, they anyways. tried to do it. They tried the beginning to do it with the beginning with Killmonger for sure. They tried to make you yeah he, yeah, and they did. But here's the thing with him is I think his violence was a little so much that it was – and it was like, ah, you know what? It's okay if Black Panther beats yeah. him. Not a problem with that. I don't have a problem with him being violent. Whereas with Vulture, they introduce him in a different way, right? He's just a guy trying to support the people that work for him and his family, and the government comes in and takes his job. And, yeah, you know what I mean? So up, what does he do? Basically, and it connects to uh... – Avengers, yeah, Avengers. They cleaned up the, the just huge massacre mess that they made fighting those aliens, and then the government comes in and kind of kicks them out. And he's a good dude. He's just trying to help his, you know, take care of his workers and his family. So he does what anybody else, most, you know, I don't want to yeah. say anybody else, but I think he does. I think people can relate to that. Not to yeah, you know, when you're when you're back people, into a corner and you have to take care of your family, you, you're going to do what you have to do to take care of your family. Exactly. So he was a very um, he was sympathetic, relatable. Yeah. yeah, he was a sympathetic villain, man. And I I like how they didn't kill him. They and it's him Michael Keaton, man. He yeah, he's gold. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like they're they're finally understanding, you know, because those are the two most recent uh, villains. So they're real. They're, I think they're understanding, even though they killed Killmonger. I wish they wouldn't have, man. God, he was good. But they didn't have to. I don't know why. They no. Did. They could bring him back. I mean, the he, they said they he's going to be in the next movie, could... so we'll see. But I feel like so, they're getting their understanding. We can do these villains. They don't have to be the huge villains. They can be story story really contained villains. villains, and we can we can actually build a set. You know, because 
We don't need to build the story all around Spider-Man. We know who the hell Spider. He's a kid. Yeah, they can they can stash those villains for later. And that's that's the other thing about Spider-Man is he. This was the first time I think I've ever seen him be a neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah. Like he went and did the Civil War mission, so he started with like a bang, and then had to relegate himself back down to just doing minuscule things that he didn't think he needed to do, which actually made him a better person. Yeah, and I love and I love the know. conflict with, you know, he was with the Avengers, but then he's not really an Avenger and he's just like hanging out yeah. hanging out on the, you know, walking old ladies and and just stopping you know, small crimes. He didn't want to, you know, he, he didn't want to do any of that. And then in Far From Home, he didn't want to do the big stuff. Yeah. So they've done an amazing job yeah, with his they character. Are. I agree. His character development is great. So number eight, this might be shocking. Well no, this no, it won't be. Avengers Endgame, you had it at eight. I had it game at nine, I had Spider Man eight. Okay, I got Avengers in Game 8. 2019, 94%. Uh, 356 million budget, 857 world, uh, U.S. $2.8 billion record movie worldwide. Yeah, with an asterisk. They had to re-release it, but... Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that alone gets it in the top 10. It, you know what? It's I find it interesting that people aren't putting this movie... I don't know where people are putting it, but it's not in the top four. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here's the reason why. It has some story flaws, yeah, and it has some time travel issues, but it's a great fan service that makes up for all that. Like I don't, yeah, care. The, the time stuff was murky, and it, it was uh, it was the only way to do it, though. It was the only way to. Reverse. I agree, and that's so what we, I'm saying. You know, for I year, don't care for because year, you and I talked about how they were going to do it, um, and time travel was the only way to do it. And it was there's no there's no clear cut way to do travel. No. So. I mean, they didn't call Christopher Nolan and consult him on <laughs> right. interstellar space travel. But anyways, the fan service, Iron Man or Cap with the Milnor mm-hmm. made yeah, the movie him, for me. It made all, I mean, was just, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They, they, they went back and touched every phase. Most movies, they closed a lot of, uh, the, you know, they closed things up. So, you know, they had to just make it work. So that's why I can excuse the quote flaw. I'm doing air quotes yeah. on flaws. Um, I'm surprised though. I figured it was you know, a good ending. That movie. To, to, for me, it was a good to ending the, to the whole um, to the whole story arc of you know phase one through three. I, you have to put Infinity War and Endgame together, kind of, because uh, it's a yeah, two part movie. It, Infinity War really, really, really ramps things up, and then if, if since it ramps it up, you can't continue to ramp it up in the ending so it has to throttle down and it just unfortunately and but it throttled down it throttled down and then had a big epic finish. which yeah which it had to I, where would you so prior to seeing Endgame after you saw trailers where did you where would you if I asked you where do you think you're going to end up ranking this movie what would you have said would you have said 9 would you have said under 5 or between 5 and um, 10 or I between 1 and 5 it. so I would have said um Really, I was worried about it. Um, so I would have put, I would have said maybe, I would have said five, just because I was worried, but I was still ambitious. I, um, I thought I was gonna have it around four or five. Right after seeing it, just thinking about everything, I I said it was the best. I, you know, I thought it was one of the. I, to me, I'm like, this is one like, of the best is, two or three. You know, I was like, movies. I had no complaints about it. But then after a few days, and I thought about it, and I and I looked, you know, yeah. I, I do the thing. I look up Easter eggs that I might have missed, and it's just like, man, you know, I really there were some things that I wish would have happened that didn't happen. And sure, yeah, the Hulk, the Hulk non rematch, really, oh, what a disappointment, man. 
It's such a disappointment, dude. Honestly, the best Hulk fight scene is Avengers. Yeah, a lot of people hated Professor Hulk, and I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I just wanted the Only rematch. if he, you know, because one of the, my favorite scenes in the first Avengers movie is the realization that Bruce Banner, Banner has control. They tease that he has control over it. When he, you know, when Cap says, "Hey, I need you to get angry," and he said, "Hey, man," he's like, "That's I'm the trick, angry. Cap. I'm always and then he angry." And instantly hulks out and punches that giant thing, like, and then you know they do that rotating roster thing where they go through all the Avengers when they finally you know connect, and Hulk screams into the screen. Like, I, I needed that in this movie, and it just, it just didn't happen. I he, yeah, I needed a you needed a a controlled Hulk out rematch. Like even if he went berserk, just, I needed him to. I needed Thanos to know that he messed up, you know, by letting Hulk live. I think they let they let Scarlet Witch steal that. That could have been his moment. I'm not the Scarlet Witch part was. You remember me? I love you know, that. I love whatever that because of that line. <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. Uh, that was cool, but I would have been okay if they replaced it. That's that. I mean, if they had that and the Hulk fight, that would have been fine. But if they replaced that one with the Hulk fight, I wouldn't have been. I would have been okay. So replace something for the Hulk fight. I would have uh, cut a few minutes off of the Spider-Man chase, and I would have cut a little bit off of the A Force, which is you know the, the all the ladies and the ladies yeah. out there don't get don't get mad. I thought it was cool, but. You also have to think about these ladies. A lot of them never met each other. So they're just like going to ultimately bond in the middle of this war scene. And like, nah, it just, for me, it just, it didn't it make was, sense. It was just like, ah. Now, I will say this. I was very impressed with them. There's a ton of Marvel female characters, yeah. man. More than you just, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the Donna, I mean, when superheroes were, you know, Stanley and all those guys, the time of the time frame, the year that they created super, superheroes were predominantly. Uh, white male driven yeah. country, so that's why you don't have a lot of female representation. But the MCU has done a great job mm-hmm. of putting sneaking them in there, all kinds of characters, yeah. not only females, but all I mean, Black Panther is huge yeah. movie, you know, all kinds of stuff. So I thought that was really it cool. Wasn't, it kind of one of those things where really you, cool you just don't pay attention to it, and then you see it, and you're like, oh shit, this could be this. Here's here's its own little movie, right? It was here, a cool so. scene, and I appreciate that they did that because, like you said, it, it showed that they were there. But I don't. I really wanted that Hulk scene, man. I did too. That's that 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 could have pushed it up for me. And more. one more scene that I, so. I could have enjoyed. It did. I don't need it. But uh, one of my favorite scenes in Endgame or in Infinity War, where when they're in Wakanda and uh, first the Cap and uh, Black Panther are they're running with everybody to fight the space dogs or whatever. And then they yes, both dude. just take off in front of everybody. I <laughs> love that best, part. One of the best scenes in that movie. And then, like, when they're both just kicking the shit out of those aliens together. Yes. I wish they would have had something that, like that in, uh, in this room. I remember getting goosebumps when I saw them running oh, ahead yeah, of everybody. That was so cool. And the thing is, like, and then Hulk didn't Hulk out in that. So he was due, man. Yeah, like, that, they teased it so much, man. Like, there were toys that came out before the movie. Uh, they were like Hulk, I'm sending them to you. They were like Hulkbuster, and then Hulk bust out of it. And whenever before Thor comes, whenever they're all over him, I'm like, this is it. He's gonna turn into the Hulk, and he's just gonna destroy these guys. But it didn't happen. So it's funny. A second ago, you said that Endgame and Infinity War kind of have to go together. And I don't. Would you have Infinity War? Uh, I had Infinity War at seven. That's where I have mine. I have it. Yeah. So I have Infinity War and Endgame right next to each other. So Infinity War 2018. Um, 
man, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I disagree with this. Um, $320 million budget, six hundred seven. so it made $300 million in the U.S., $2.1 billion worldwide. Here's, the, here's, here's why Infinity War was could have been the best ensemble mm-hmm. movie, right? Because at the end of it, think about it, it left us like a def- the Avengers were the good guys lost, and I like I'm yeah. There was no, I, I there like has sometimes. been no other Marvel movie that has done it like that. No. And here's the pro- this is why this movie is not number one for me. It's because everyone knew it was a part one yeah. movie. You knew that these characters weren't dead because there were other movies already confirmed. And I know there's probably nothing that can be done about that. But if they did not come out and say Infinity War Part One, Part Two, if they kept it just as "Hey, this movie's called Infinity War. It's the next Avengers movies," and it ended like and that, and we didn't know didn't about promote, any movies, they didn't promote the hell because even if they permit, if the, even if it was Infinity War Two, like you can still spin that as. Uh, you know, a new set of Avengers is going to take on Thanos. But for me, promoting the hell out of Spider-Man and, and having all the stuff come out about Spider-Man after Spider-Man dies at the end of the movie is like, come on, man. Yeah, they, they going to be a Spider-Man they, movie they, if he's dead. <laughs> I mean, they don't care because they made $2.1 billion, yeah. but just this movie could have been the best because, I mean, the dude, dude, the Captain America and Black Panther running in front of everybody. When Captain America shows up at the subway, dude, I got That's chills cool. on my arms with that one. And he kicked the shit when out of Thor, them. He kicked Thor the shit out of everybody. Was like, oh, Thor man. came back and kicked the shit out of everybody. He fucking opened that star that, well, and took the four to the star. You, that's the Thor that should have been in the first two damn Thor movies. And he's like, hey, man, whenever he's with Rocket, he's like, hey, man, um, we're in outer space. We're, whoa, and he starts spinning them around <laughs> and just shows how fuck, like space doesn't yeah. matter to him. It's so good. Like, and then there's a and and Thor still had that funny in that movie. He still had funny lines, man. Like the oh the the, the, the best Star-Lord some of the funniest scenes is yes, that's the probably the most funny the the most comical part my of that movie is line, their interaction. My favorite line in so long, movie, idiots. Well, my favorite line in that movie is the very serious conversation between Thor and Rocket, and he's saying. Uh, I can't remember what the beginning of it is, but then Thor basically says, well, he hasn't fought me. And Rocket yeah. says, yeah, he, goes, he has. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he goes, he hasn't fought me twice. twice. I busted out <laughs> in the middle of the theater. Man. Uh, that, whole, that whole ship when they rescue him, he, I'm not copying you. You are not taking our pot. Like that whole, that yeah. sequence, it was right on the trails of Thor Ragnarok. So we've now found out how amazing Thor was. And I fell in love, obviously, with Ragnarok. I fell in love with Thor. And then this movie, just the it comedy. Great, and so long, idiots. You know, at the end. He's like, the Avengers, they're Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Is Kevin Bacon on their He's team? Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. It's been so, I haven't seen it It was so good, man. It, it's, it was it's, such a good movie. And again, for me, it's, it's ranked above Endgame because it ramps it up. It, it really... Yeah. It, and it, it really makes you feel for it, it. And even though it does, it's, it splits it up, you know? So, like, Thor has his own yeah. story. The guys on it, Earth. Yes, it's, yes, they're two different movies, but it's honestly a part one, part two. Yeah. If they could have just kept some of that under wraps, it's definitely top five, maybe number one Yeah, um, for me. So, all right, so moving on to number six. Iron Man, 2008, 92% Rotten Tomatoes. Don't care about the money. Just it started the MCU. Robert Downey Jr. is the man. That's all, that, that's all you have to say. <laughs> Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. Or something for sure. And uh, I had to rank the same. Uh, it was a good movie. It, it stuck very close to the source material, uh, and it didn't need to change anything. So it was good. 
So here we go. We're getting to the top, top five. five. Num- top t- uh, Captain America: Civil War, twenty sixteen, ninety percent, ninety one percent Rotten Tomatoes, made a billion bucks on two hundred fifty. No, really, budget. Civil War. Where did I have Civil War at ten? You had kind of yeah. Okay, so to me, this is the best MCU fight scene twice. So when I say that airport fight scene, yeah. awesome, and then the Bucky, Cap. Iron it was Man so fight cool. At the end like when Iron Man said, was amazing. Uh, when Iron Man told his armor to, you know, pinpoint all of his weaknesses or whatever, and he just was, beat the <laughs> I, I, Cap just beat the shit out of him. Anyways, well, I mean, for a second, Iron Man had him. Yeah, for a second. But then he did that. And then, then that stupid line that he says in every movie. I could do this all day. God, it's tough. <laughs> he can. So here, here's the issue with, um, and this is super nitpicking, yeah. right? Because this is why this is why is isn't above the other four movies ahead of it. Um, yeah, Zemo was the villain, but was he? I mean, what was he going to do? Turn them against each other? Then what? You yeah, know what it was mean? weird. Like the 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 he, he uh, take over the world. You know what I mean? Like he was just kind of he was there because there has to be a yeah. villain. And then the, the you know Bucky killing uh, Tony's parents, like that. All of that was just kind of murky to me, like. And the thing is, honestly, honestly, the villain in this movie, because it is a Captain America movie, Tony Stark's the villain in this movie, if you think about it. See, I thought Captain America was the villain in the movie. No, it's – okay, think about it. It's a Captain America movie, so I from know. Captain America's point yeah, of but, view, Tony Stark – I agree, I agree. I could, it could go both Tony ways, Stark's but like, since hey, man, the movie's yo, called – He says it like uh, – Cap's basically saying, hey, man, he's my friend, and – I, like, I agree. I agree. I'm your fucking friend. Like, what do you do? The what only reason, say? the only reason, um, I consider Tony Stark the antagonist. Um, Zemo is a is a filler. He's a he's a you know a fill in villain. But it's because it's called Captain America. If it'd been called Iron Man Civil War, then I would say Captain. You know what I mean? You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Made a billion dollars. And it introduced Spider-Man, and that whole his fight sequence was fu- just introducing like, him. Introducing him uh, alone, like it was a big deal. That's why it's top ten for me because this is a you know for the past, and that was a good surprise. Yeah. Nobody yeah, saw for that the past coming. few years. We talked about like these characters coming up in these movies, and it sucks because Marvel doesn't own the rights for them, and Marvel made the made it happen to get Spider-Man. You know. And it was pretty uh, cool. Dude, that, I mean, when he's fighting Sam and um, Winter Soldier, great. he's like, It was great. It's because he's a teenager. Yeah. And they're like, He's like, Hey, man, have you ever done this before? And he catches his arm. He's like, Whoa, man, he's really strong. <laughs> yeah. He just gets like, Have you guys seen that old Star Wars movie? Like, just, it's just, man, he's a kid and it's perfect. And like, Cat doesn't really want to beat him up, but like, takes him anyways. Yeah. And he shouldn't be able to take him because Spider Man's, it's great. Very agree, strong. It's great. Uh, hero, we'll, we don't know. I don't want to get into strength stuff, yeah. but anyways, so Captain America. I, I, I mean, I'm a Captain America fanboy, so yeah, I like it, but I, and I like the movie, but again, it's it's 10 for me because Captain America is the villain of his own movie. I, I, I like that, it's a good, that's cool, unintentionally, approach. not saying that he had malicious intent. No, he's just that's he his just he made he made Bucky Barnes is his yeah, best, he made friend. some bad calls, man, and then. He just yep. did it the wrong way. I can agree with that. All right, number four, Thor Ragnarok, 2017, 93% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. $180 million, eight, made $153 million. Um, I have it all capital, Chris Hemsworth. I have it all in capitals, great movie. I have it all in capitals, funny. Um, he set, that movie saved the Thor universe and extended their, co- and it extended their cosmic yep. universe. 
but we've we've mentioned Thor Ragnarok several times. Yeah. Man, surprisingly great. I mean, the, just completely different movie from the first two. The Hilarious. action, not even thinking about the humor for right now. The action in the very first scene where he's uh, just running through uh, all the Surtur's demons or whatever was better than the action in Thor 1 and Thor 2 plus are multiplied by any amount. I mean, and then you got a little bit of Planet Hulk. Yeah. I mean, they come on. In there. That was the fan service. Fight yeah. scene was, oh. And then just Chris Hemsworth came into his own as that oh, yeah. character. I mean, uh, don't really need to say much more no, about it. Exactly. All right, so here we go. Top top three. Number three, Avengers 2012, 92%. Um, the first ensemble movie, and it worked. Mm-hmm. Hurt flawless, $1.5 billion. Big payoff. One of the best That's, sum, summer blockbusters of all time. Yeah, I mean, like, to me, Jaws, if you equate the money out, like, if you use inflation to today's, Jaws has been one of the best um, summer blockbusters, and Avengers crushed yeah. it. If you compare them on the, you know, if you use the formulas to convert yeah, everything. Yeah. Man, Avengers. Oh, there's nothing else to no. really say. This is an amazing movie. The comedy is great. I didn't know if, how it was going to work with everybody on the screen. It and did. They just, it worked it's per- Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. It worked him. perfectly, yeah. It was, uh, again, I didn't, and it's nitpicky stuff. I didn't like Cap's costume. I didn't like, uh, I don't know really much else that I don't like. I, I liked most of it. 90% yeah, of it. I don't, I don't even have any complaints no. in my notes here. I mean, I, I could think of some, but nothing there. I mean, the next two movies are just a little bit better. So here we go. Number two, Guardians of the Galaxy, 2014, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. It didn't have a typical Marvel, Marvel formula. It was unique. Yeah. It could be its own movie. It could stand alone. I mean, yeah. and the movie is freaking hilarious. Did they even reference anything else, like Avengers or anything in that one? Nope. Yeah, it was its own thing. The only connection was Thanos. Yep. And I think they did that on purpose because they didn't know how it was yeah. going to be taken. And it, 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 man, I cannot wait for Thor, for Guardians three because Guardians two wasn't as good. But like we talked about, the second, the part twos are generally not as good for whatever yeah. reason. And I like how this is. Wait, there's going to be a bit till this comes out, so they've got time to really make this a good movie. Already, I am a little concerned. It. They've already had, they have interesting yeah. plot points that they've already teased. Thor being there. I'm a little concerned because, dude, some of these people are going to be a little bit older, man, in 2022. Like, yeah, but Chris Pratt's almost in his 40s, already, man. And I'm not complaining. Like, older can they look? They're all relatively older now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just, I don't know what that's going to do because I only say that because, you know, casting people, it's certain, you know, that, that's a deal, casting People in ages. I mean, it made seven hundred seventy-four million on a hundred seventy million dollars budget. It's a win. For they them. know that they can't make that movie with anyone else. Think about it. Batista said he was going to walk, so they rehired <laughs> freaking what's his name. I agree. Like they, they won't so, do it. They won't make that movie with. But they, that's what that they said. They said the movie's going to be shelved because you know all the actors pretty much unified behind it. Yep. So number one, can you guess? It's got. We got to agree on it. It's Winter Soldier. This is the best comic book movie, hands down. It is the. It is the best. If you want to say, I want to watch like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. right? But comparing to the comics in this movie, it is the bet. You're right. And here's what's crazy: it only made about a hundred million in the U.S., mm-hmm. seven hundred fourteen million worldwide. It's only ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, man. But it's a. It is a thriller. 
it's a, a thriller America movie. movie. Like it was everything. Captain Dude, America. it is. He's a secret. He's not a secret agent, but he's a you know he's a military agent. It was perfect, man. It was a great movie. You got to dig into his to Captain America. You got to peel some layers back on him. Peel some layers back it on made, not only Natasha and um, Winter well, Soldier. It made, like it made Captain America one uh, more interesting. And not many movies can do yes. that, you know, because you have the Bucky dying in, in the first one. So you kind of, you kind of got to piece some things together from the first one to the second one. Like he throws that shield at him, and Bucky turns around and just catches yeah. it, man. I'm like, what? Yeah, the fight scene was cool, man. It's it's, and you know what? It doesn't even have the biggest action pieces. It's just, I don't know. That, everything that, worked, uh, man. Match Rock and Cab fight on the boat at the beginning. It gave me, it gave me oh feel, yeah, man. and I like that because he. He can, um, in the comics, correct me if I'm wrong, he is one of the few that can kind of hang with Cap every now and then. Like, the for longer than, longer than most, I'll You're say You're talking that. about Batrock? Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he's known to uh, meddle, and he's, he, uh, he gives Cap he like gives he, a run for his money a lot of times. Him and... Um, uh, Tef, the Taskmaster? No, not Tef. Um, he was in, in the, Brock Rumlow. Brock Rumelow. Uh, what? Brock Rumelow. Did I say his name? Who is that? That's uh. Oh, the guy that played uh, uh, Crossbones. Crossbones. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he and he and uh, they're like the only two that I know of from the comics that actually can fight Cat mm-hmm. longer than just a you know a peon. Yeah, 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 for sure. God, the elevator scene, dude. There's never been another scene, and and um, Robert Redford was actually a really good, and I mean. Hydra won. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think that's what it is. I think I like the movies where the bad guys uh, uh, win somewhat. Uh, and that's why, going back to Endgame, that's what, one of the things that I thought was so cool was uh, they had that elevator scene. But then I was like, oh, shit, they're about yeah. to do it again for the fans. And then he switched it up, and I was just like, even better. <laughs> yeah, even the, the him just saying those two words, "Hell Hydra," like being, was like him that being was smart enough off. to be like, I don't want to, you know, I just I don't want to do this right now. I don't want to fight all these guys. You know what I mean? Because that was an insane. And then, but then he then he fought himself, yeah, and that was great. Even though even I could though do this all day, he's like, ah, oh, please don't say well, that. Even though it's kind of lame because uh, he just walked off the screen I, after rewatching it. They like fight, and then he just walks off screen. I'm like, ah. I don't know. They could have handled that whole different. So real quick, uh, we have, this has been a long episode, but I'm going to go through Rotten Tomatoes scores best to worst. Right. So we, we have our list right now. We'll just go off what we you know, what the quote fans, what the critics, what everybody thinks the rated movie wise. Yeah. Right. I broke. So there were three ties on Rotten Tomatoes scores. I just used the box office to break the record. Okay. So I'll go from best to worst. Black Panther, Endgame, Ragnarok, Iron Man at four, Avengers at five, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, seven, Captain America Civil War, eight, Guardians of the Galaxy, nine, Captain America Wonder Soldier, ten, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Avengers Infinity War, 13, Guardians of the Galaxy, two, Ant-Man at 15, Captain America First Avenger, Iron Man, three, Captain Marvel, 18, Thor, 19, Ultron, 20, Iron Man, two, 21, Thor, Dark World, 22, Incredible Hulk, 23. Mm. So... A little, a little difference. Again, this is off Rotten Tomato scores. Yeah, it's um, interesting though. It is interesting. I mean, Black Panther's number one. That's that's you had it at three. I had it at ten. Again, we both agree it's the top ten movie. I don't. 
Do you think it's number one? Uh, no, but I can see it, though. I can see that. Uh, well, you know, you have the cultural impact. Uh, the black community got to go out for a movie, and that was a, they marketed it that, you know? Sure. It was good marketing yeah. for them. So that, I can see it being number one. Because you have people, God, Killmonger was great. And you have people that don't really go, you know, because they marketed it to such a broad community, you have people that don't really go to those movies to see it. Yeah, go and see then you it. Also oh, had, and then you also had people that, you know, uh, that want to seem like they are, you know, what am I trying to say? They're trying to seem like, oh, I'll, I'll go see a Kevin. You know, they, like my parents wouldn't saw Black Panther. My parents had never seen no damn superhero movie before. Like, it's just, it, it had such a, <laughs> it had such a buzz that everyone sure. was seeing it. So I think it's the same with uh, Captain without Marvel. A doubt. You know? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, that's why those movies made over well, a billion they, dollars. And it's great. I think it's good. It's, execs, I'm not complaining about Disney it at all. Disney execs not saying they're evil, but they know that. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're in it to make money. They know. Which they're making a ton of it. Yeah. They're making a butt load of money. Uh, now, the only thing I – I mean, I think Dark World is the worst Marvel movie, but it made more money than Incredible Hulk. So, we, that's how I said we were going to break ties. Yeah, Dark um, World. Ragnarok. Dark World. I've, Ragnarok, I've only seen Dark World one time. Yeah, Ragnarok and Iron Man um, were a tie. Um, they had Iron Man actually ahead of Ragnarok, where I got this off um, Rotten Tomatoes, but Ragnarok made more money than Iron Man. And then, surprisingly, Avengers and Homecoming had the same um, score, but Avengers obviously made more money than Homecoming. Yeah, for sure. So, I can't believe that uh, Winter Soldier is so – I don't know. I think I guess – It's a 90%, man. I, I guess real fans of Captain America really love that movie. I don't get yeah. Um, that one's at ninety percent, and Endgame or Infinity War eighty five is just I I just disagree a well, lot okay, with those. So movies. I think and that's is that I think some of those people, the critics, uh, they have the same kind of uh, complaint as you did, as in the deaths kind of seemed hollow because you know like it was you know it, they're coming back. It would be more impactful if you didn't know they were coming back, but you you knew they were all coming back, so it's just kind of like oh okay. Like if yeah. I didn't know there was an Infinity War Part Two, but like you know, that was AKA Endgame, dude, I would have been about. that would have, and they just nothing. And then for a year they didn't release Ant Man and the Wasp, none of that. Yeah. We had to literally wait a year for the next thing, dude. That would have been oh my gosh. Yeah. They just went radio silent. That'd be nuts. <laughs> that would have been nuts, man. Yeah. I think they could have done it. I think they could have. They could have done it. And they could have made the same amount of money. They could have gotten ninety percent of it quiet. I think. I think they could have done it. I don't, I don't know. Man, I agree. I'm really surprised our lists were so uh, so close. Close, yeah, very close. The only, I think, the only thing that was very far off was uh, Doctor Strange. But I didn't, I didn't really like Doctor Strange. I really like Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. I, I don't want to say that that's the thing. Yeah, I, I did like him. I just the bad guy was the villain was weak for me. I had him at thirteen, and I had him at twenty. Way low. And I had Iron yeah. Man two very low. Where'd you have Iron Man two? Here's my last. Oh no, I had it second to last. Right. So that that one and we were we were far apart and we were far apart on Black Panther. We already talked about. Well, we Black have Black Panther in the top ten, and again, like I said before, my top ten are basically interchangeable. See, mine are interchangeable, but I think to me, Captain America and Guardians of the Galaxy are are ahead of three through ten. Yeah, those me. two stay for me too. That makes sense. Yeah, and we have we agree on those two. Oh man, this has been fun. Yeah, really I hope everybody is everybody still here, yeah, right? You know, what we should do we should do the DC movies next. 
All right. Um, they're all number 23. All five, all five movies or whatever it is. And they're all number five. Oh, jeez. I don't know. I mean, this was a good one. And this was good. Yeah, so we're circling the drain now. We we just overloaded everybody with information. Uh, I'm yeah. Gonna, if Murph, if you'll send me a, like a notes, you know, on notes on your phone, if you'll send me a copy of your list, then I will put both of our lists online, and you all at home can uh, send us your list, and we can see how we compare. Yeah, you guys can see how wrong you are. <laughs> Basically, mine's you're getting the key to the answer the test with mine, so just uh, make it that way. I mean, I feel pretty good because you actually you took a long time to to you think about it and i just went basically off of feelings and it was pretty close and that's and that's what's crazy is i had a few that i I had two that i switched around between 11 and 20 21 22 23 are easy i knew i was going to have those in the bottom and then in my top 10 literally from number four thor ragnarok through 10 black panther dude i was moving these around (laughs) a lot and i just something didn't feel right so then i started looking at rotten tomato score and i know that's cheap I know that's cheap. I, I mean, I think it's good. I think it's good to actually. Uh... I really, I just wanted to be very. I, I, I hope objective is the right word. Like I think that's what I did. I was yeah. trying to be. I was trying to take. Okay, since I can't break with the tie off, just what I liked. Let me look at the plot. Yeah. You know, see, it just that's what I had to do, which is a good thing. That's it's a good really problem. Good, yeah. Uh, all right, all right yeah, we're definitely starting to drain. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what you think, and we will see you guys next week. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List. Each week on Twitter, we post an update whenever we drop a new episode. So if you have Twitter, find us and uh, retweet that. It would also help if you had Instagram to take a screenshot when you're listening to the episode and post it on your story and tag us. It, It could help us really get the word out there. So again, thanks for listening and we will see you guys next week.